Hey everyone, it's actually morning. So, welcome to 5 Minutes in the Morning. We are back here, it's Acts chapter 17, so we're at a couple interesting things in this chapter. So I'm just going to get right to it. So, uh, first part uh, starts off with Paul in uh, Amphilius. And uh, and he talks, so he says, And, and Paul, in this manner, was went, went in unto them, their three th- three Sabbath days reason with them out of the scriptures, opening and alleging that Christ must have must needs to have suffer and raise again from the dead, and that in Jesus whom pre in oh, hang on I can't read apparently this morning, opened and alleging that Christ must need have suffered and raised again from the dead, and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. And then it talks about some believed and some didn't. And then they assaulted this Jason guy and didn't like him. And Paul moves on to, uh, let's say, he moves on to Berea. And the people in Berea are famous because they, they you know talk about, they searched out the scriptures, but then they were easily stirred up um, later on. So good job searching out the scriptures in Berea here, but then um, they got easily stirred up by losers. So some believed, some didn't. And... Um, but then Paul moves out of there and he leaves Silas, Silas down there. He moves to Athens. And so this is where is the very famous piece of scripture about Paul preaching in Mars Hill. And I found this interesting because Paul goes about um, goes about telling them about Jesus in kind of a different way because he's like, you've got a God for just about everything. And then we've got an unknown one. You know how it goes. And I think it's interesting how Paul does this is he he clearly takes something they knew. Uh, it wasn't uh, a foreign concept, per se, but then just changed it. Um, and so I'm going to read this here, and, uh, and we'll talk about it. So, uh, Acts 17, verse, let's start with 23. And I passed by and beheld your devotions and found an altar with the inscription to the unknown God. Whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, and to him declare I unto you. Paul's declaring, who is this unknown God? I'm going to tell you about this unknown guy. I wonder, after, actually, is this the right, like, if they had, was this the actual God, you know, the God of the Bible, you know, Jesus? Or was this some, just like, they all they had is unknown God, and Paul's just like, hey, I'm going to use this to my advantage. I don't know. Anyways, God that made the world and all therein, seeing that he is Lord of heavens and earth, dwelling not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth unto all life, all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations, for men to, and hath made of, made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth and hath determined at the times before appointed to have of their bounds of their habitation and they should should seek the lord if they happily happily if they might feel after him and find him though he not be afar off from every one of us for in him we live and move and have our being, 
as certain of you also of as certain also of you own poets have said, for we are his offspring. For inasmuch then as we are the offspring of God, we not ought to be like think that the Godhead is like unto silver or gold or stone or graven image graven by man's graven by art by man's devices. And at times of this God went in the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth every man to repent, because he hath appointed the day that he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he had ordained, wherefore whereof he hath given us given assurance unto all men that he hath raised him from the dead. And when he heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, and others said, we will hear thee again of this matter. So Paul departed among them, from among them. Howbeit a certain man clave unto him and believed, among whom which was Diophysus, the Aprogite, and a woman named Damaris, and others with them. So the verses that I thought were really interesting were how Paul starts out about this unknown God. It talks about how we know that God created the world. And wasn't made with hands. Um, and, you know, point out co- common things that everyone knew. That, you know, he made everything um, that has life and breath. And also that we're of one blood, which people still can't figure out today. Um, but that's because most of them today don't have God. Um, but... I think it's interesting in verse 30 here, where it talks about at times God winked at the, at times this ignorance God winked at or didn't, um, I would say maybe more simplified. Um, it, I mean, it is say ignorance. It's not unbelief or some other whacked off thing it is, but now it's very clear. God is looking for every man to repent of these, all these crazy other gods and be to the one true God. Um, and again, I, I think it's so fascinating is no matter how Paul preaches, like the biggest recorded times, at least so far in any ones that I can think of, of the, in the New Testament, Paul seems to be kind of a failed um, preacher. Now, I know he's not, but like, you know, you think of like Peter, you know, Pentecost or other times like this where just massive loads of people. Paul here seems like you got two people to get saved. And, well, it does say others with them, but not so many. So, so I know that Paul isn't there, isn't a failed preacher, but it kind of doesn't seem like he's getting the best results possible. It seems like he gets chased out and stoned everywhere, which, I mean, sometimes you think like, oh, if I get chased out and stoned everywhere, I need to change my strategies. But, you know, probably not. Probably actually doing a really great job. Anyways, one other thing that jumped out at me, uh, or maybe needs to make sure people can understand, at least... Um, is when it talks about how created all men of one, all nations of one blood. Uh, let's see here. A verse is. Uh, I just lost the verse here. I'll find it. Put the intermission music in. I don't have any intermission music, so there's going to be no intermission music. 
I don't know why I missed the entire verse. Let's see here. Yeah, 26. Okay. So it says, And he hath made of one blood all nations for men to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the time before appointed of the bounds of their habitation. So I've heard people describe this verse as, oh, see, this is why you need to keep, keep white people and black people and Asian people separate because they are in the bound. God had put them in their bounds, their habitation, you know, black people in Africa, Asian people in Asia and all the white people in, you know, the Americas and um, Europe. And that is total monarchy in my mind in anything that makes any sense, because as it described earlier, we are of one blood, all nations. So. I think personally, this is a uh, talking about the bounds of where we can habitate. In not saying necessarily bounds on Earth, but I would say bounds in, um, uh, even like in space, so that there will be a there's a limit to where humans can live successfully. I think they're made to live on Earth. Hence, I really don't think we'll be able to come up with something on Moon or Mars or anything like this. You know, some colony on Mars. Now, maybe we'll be able to figure it out. But I really don't think so. Um, but maybe if we figure out Mars, maybe it wasn't Mars. Maybe it's Jupiter that we can't figure out to live on, or you know whatever. But I don't think I don't think in any way this is uh, talking about how we need to keep people of different skin colors separate because that's all it is. Is we have a couple different skin colors, a couple different dominant traits, but we are all of one blood, all of one nation, um, and separation by race, so-called race, because race is a man, a man construct, is absolute malarkey. Um, so that's a sidetrack, but I think it's interesting anyways, Paul preaching this and how he starts out and is describing using a, a common, uh, a common, something everyone knows about and using it to twisting it or not twisting it, changing the direction, telling about Jesus and how Jesus is the res and you're not missing the resurrection. You know, how mentioned Paul mentions in other chapters that if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, then we are of all men most stupid. Um, that's not a direct quote. That's the CJV. But, um, is, is that not missing the resurrection, not missing, um, the truth of the scripture, no matter what they are, because people got mad at him for bringing up the resurrection. So, um, anyways, interesting tidbits there. Um, I'm out for today. See you tomorrow. Adios.